Welcome to The Pulse, where we delve deep into the issues and ideas that are shaping the future of education. I'm your host, Rick Cernsey, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and each week we'll be talking to teachers, administrators, and other experts in the field about the latest trends, best practices, and most pressing concerns in education. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just someone who cares about education, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the pulse. We have today a good friend of mine, Reverend Carl Flagg. Welcome, Carl. It's good to see you, and thank you for taking time to join me today. It's certainly my honor to uh, be here, and I'm certainly a proud product of Putnam County, and I'm delighted, and I'm not ashamed of that label. Great. Well, that's a good thing to hear, and I'll tell you what, uh, I think every day that I'm here in Putnam County, I just appreciate everything that is going on here, and we seem to have a little, uh, I think, a little revitalization going on, a little growth going on in our county. I know you've been here a long time, and, you know, what do you see happening currently in Putnam County? Well, it seems to me that we are right on the verge of, I'll say, the tidal wave of success. Uh, many uh, institutions around the community uh, have been embracing uh, this change, and, and that's good because uh, we persevered through a lot of storms in our school district, health care, all of those factors have been the reasons that we really need this. Absolutely. And, and you know, you are really a role model for many people in this community, including myself. And uh, I've admired you for many years. And I know you have a rich background. First of all, you've come up through our school system. And uh, of course, I, I'll say right off the bat, you've been selected as one of our products of Putnam. And uh, we're going to be having a little ceremony today and we'll be recognizing you at the Plaka High graduation. But if you would take just a minute and kind of give me just uh, your background and, you know, your rich history here in Putnam County, which has been so much in public service and with the church community. And just kind of give me a little background on Carl Flagg, if you would. Well, that is kind of easy. Very, very simple uh People ask me, say, were you born in Palatka? And I, my response is, yes, down the street and around the corner. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not far from where I was actually born um, in Palatka and had a very, uh, uh, what I call modest uh, upbringing, uh, family values, 100, uh, just God-fearing uh, parents. And I'm just grateful to, to know that good and great can come out of Palatka, Putnam County. Um, and when I say that, I say that with the spirit of humility uh, because it took the entire village to shape my life. Uh, there's no one single person. I give ultimate honor and glory to God, but strong family, uh, the school district institution uh, was the village uh, there. I can remember as if it was yesterday all of the teachers and the counselors and the administrative staff, uh, the, the attitude, the environment, the uh, I would say just just the, the positive vibes that that were realized uh, there. Uh, we were important. People ask uh, me about uh, my connection to the school district. I recognize and realize that education is one of the top keys um, that we uh, must master in order for us to be successful. 
And so uh, being uh, born uh, right here in, in the heart of Palatka, being educated at Central Academy Elementary, uh, Palaka Middle School. We had double sessions going on uh, those those couple of years, and and then Palaka Central High School, and the librarian in the school, the counselors in the school, and like I said, uh, the, the teachers. And you didn't have to be in their class for them to give you that positive stroke of you know you're gonna be somebody, you know, and and, and just hearing that from the teachers and getting that support. And uh, they were surrogate parents uh, in many cases because if you uh, uh, didn't line up with, with the right things, you wanted them to go ahead and handle the situation in school <laughs> rather than to pass it on because it was double trouble. You they want mom and daddy to find out, right? God, no, 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 no. <laughs> and so when I say the village, I can think of my first grade teacher, Evelyn Green. Uh, I can think of Gwen Harmon, fourth grade teacher, James Singleton, and Queen Polite, sixth grade teachers. And... Carolyn Taylor, the the uh, librarian at Central Academy Elementary, Martha Carlisle, the uh, librarian at the high school, all of these people, Marjorie Florence, guidance counselor, all of these people played such an important role in my life. I didn't recognize and realize that there was a coalition of educators who basically said, you're not going to try to make it, you're going to make it. Mm -hmm. And they instill faith and value and hope and confidence all of that into the students. And I, I can't remember a day that I doubted uh, what I was going to do, where I was going to go, what the end result was going to be, because those teachers uh, and administrators, they really invested in the hearts and souls of uh, the student body. You know, I, I'm glad to hear that because, you know, I think teachers today really uh, sometimes question the impact they have on children and, and your testimony as to all the people that you listed and, and many of those folks I, I i truly admire i've known them for years yes yes uh, i've worked with a number of them myself yeah. and um but for teachers to hear what you're saying and say you know what your impact on our children is being seen and felt yeah and you're a true testament to that and I, I really appreciate you sharing that and carl i know you have a rich history and of course you're selected for public service and you have a rich history you worked uh, as part of the city city of Palatka as a mayor for a number of years. Yes, you were a county commissioner, and you've been involved in so many uh, of our community organizations. So give me just a brief history of your public service and how you've really poured into a lot of our institutions here in Palatka and Putnam County. I'm glad you asked. Uh, the word servant, servant, is a seven-letter word, servant. And that's how I see me. That's what I see when I look in the mirror. I see a servant. And uh, my public service started as uh, code enforcement in the city of Palatka, uh, then city commissioner for five years and um, took a little break and came back and was mayor for 11 years, took another little break and was uh, county commissioner for four years. I don't regret one moment of offering myself to my community. Uh, I have a very simple rule you're part of the problem or you're part of the solution. And I've always wanted to be on the side that was labeled solution. And uh, as a result of that, working with various boards and agencies, whether it was community action agencies, 
uh, working uh, on boards such as, again, the bank uh, when it was Capital City was on the board and just a vested interest in making us better, stronger, and wiser. And it goes all the way back to my time spent uh, in high school. I was blessed to be the president of my junior class. Mm -hmm. I was blessed to be the president of the senior class mm -hmm. um, and, and, and student council and, and engagement. Uh, the teachers were making and molding and mentoring me. And I know it was across the board. So my thing is this, the doors uh, to success uh, is it's got one word on it and it's called push. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about pulling, just push. Mm -hmm. And that means to me that we're persevering and as a result of us persevering, um, there's nothing that's beyond our reach and we, and we can do this. I think of Dr. L.R.N. Mullen, who is a principal at uh, Central Academy Elementary School. I think of William Bill Thomas and I know mm -hmm. uh, that name uh, resonates uh, in, in the hearts of so many high school principal, taking the time one-on-one. -on -one. Oftentimes, the office staff get a chance to meet the students with uh, conduct challenges and, and other issues, but they were able to meet the star students and the individuals who they saw was really going to go somewhere. And so uh, my high school days prepared me for public service. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it, it's amazing, it's full circle. Uh, uh, how that worked. And I'm, I'm just grateful uh, that my foundation, uh, family, uh, school, uh, church, all of those factors, that's the foundation. We have to build upon that foundation. And I'm, I'm telling you, my vision uh, led to victory. Uh, just so many people encouraging me, so many people uh, push, pushing me and, 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 and just saying, you know what? There's nothing that you can't handle. Just go for it. Keep your head on straight. Choose your friends. Uh, don't go uh, with someone that's not going in the direction that you're going, you know. And all of the, the wisdom that was instilled by godly parents uh, caused me uh, to live the dream. And, it, and it's been remarkable. That's amazing. And, um, and I've seen a lot of that. A lot of your service and action, and and I've truly admired that over the years. And I know you're, you're God's not done with you yet. I know you got a long ways to go. And you know, one thing you said, Carl, that really stood out to me is you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. Correct. And you know, we it's not a, a mystery that we live in a very polarized environment now. That is correct. Locally, statewide, nationally, all that. And and again, I'm not getting political, but I'm I'm looking at how can we be more solution-minded instead of we're on this far right or we're this far left. And, and I've known you to be a man of solutions. I mean, you and I have kind of talked about dealing with, with some certain issues in the community. We've come together. We bring the right people to the table. Help me and everybody listening. How can we be more solution-minded and maybe try to meet people where they are and uh, instead of being on each side's each side of the spectrum. How can we come to the middle and really work out our problems? First of all, great leaders must be consensus builders. Mm -hmm. um, I use the expression, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. Uh, every individual that's in public service have a base 
and that base is wonderful as a launching pad uh, to, to get you uh, elected or get you selected, appointed, or, or, and so forth and so on. But once elected, make up your mind that your representation now is across the board. It's every individual in the community. Uh, the polarization and segregation and separation of folk can be fixed and healed by the leaders. If the leaders are totally interested and engaged in the overall well-being of the community. When a storm comes, the storm doesn't have a party label. When a storm comes, it doesn't have a quadrant or a section of a community. It comes through and it impacts us all. Mm -hmm. So why not let the blessings that flow, why not allow uh, uh, the victories that are won be across the board? It doesn't matter what your name, rank, and serial number is. What really matters is that you have a heart of love and compassion for all people and it can't be hidden it has to be uh, uh so open that the entire community know that you care and i talk about the village all the time if leaders don't reach out and touch folk where they need to be touched or uh, when a crisis comes it's not a good time to start having a little fellowship of let me get to know you Mm -hmm. We need to know each other when things are as, as well as they are. And so uh, leaders must lead. Uh, you can't drive the bus from the back seat. And I think that uh, <laughs> the toxicity in today's climate is being uh, festered, is being fertilized uh, by leaders who have narrow vision uh, there. I asked the question, how can a student council in a school or pick up proper leadership skills looking at our local, regional, state, and federal leaders. How can they pick up the right things to do, the right things to say? Uh, their people are, are playing to audiences rather than to the entire army, uh, right. you know, of the community. Right. You know, I have a good friend of mine, one of my former mentors he passed away not too long ago but um superintendent carrie farrell yes yes who i know you you remember yes he was superintendent here back in the 1960s which mm -hmm. is a little similar to what we're going through today i mean i lived yes. through the 60s i know you did too yes. and just remembering a lot of that divisiveness and polarization and it was really a challenging time for um you know our our races to come together at that Correct. time, and especially Correct. in the school district. Correct. And the reason I bring that up now is I think we can look back at history and look at some of those, I consider them to be heroes, yes. people that really stood out and, and, and led us through those difficult times and really brought us together. That was a period of time where um, we went through desegregation in our schools. And I'm really proud to say that Putnam County is one of the first school districts in the entire state to desegregate voluntarily. Mm -hmm. But it was because of those community leaders, both uh, black and white. Correct. And I, I know uh, there were a number of people who came together. They formed a group. And I don't recall the name of the group. You might can help me, but I know they came together. Uh, members of both white, white and black community came together, and they made sure that we got through this and I'll tell you, we are richer today because of what happened then. Putnam County is able to work through a lot of those issues, has been. And to me, that really, really makes me excited for the future that whenever we're faced with a challenge, that we can come together as a community and work it out. So yes. 
do you have some examples or, or maybe some memory of that or yes, some yes. examples of how we come together and work things out? I was the youngest of the leaders, uh, apparently, when, when others were out uh, doing uh, just what young folk do. I was sitting in a, in a board meeting. I was sitting in, in a room um, uh, as a teenager. I was, I was selected by the governor uh, back then, and I, was, I flew to Tallahassee on a crop duster from, uh, from, <laughs> from, uh, uh, from Gainesville to Tallahassee. And, and I remember uh, the, the turbulence, and, and I'm like, wow, there's no pavement right underneath this thing. And it's like, wow, uh, first time really experiencing Tallahassee there. And I was appointed by uh, Governor Reuben O.D. Askew oh, yeah. uh, to be uh, a part of a statewide group um, challenges uh, students facing today's challenge, something along that mm -hmm. line. And I was selected uh, to go up there, and I think it was like three or four students that was on that little plane uh, going up. And so it's always been about a problem solving. Here, here is what I tell people. Stop whining and start winning. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to make some noise, let's make some good noise. Let's mm -hmm. make a joyful noise. Let's make the kind of noise that caused everybody to be excited and ecstatic and determined that when the tide rise, all the boats rise, and it doesn't matter whether it's a north side, south side, east side, or west side, all the sides can come together. Here is what uh, troubles me. Uh, it appears that we can come together with a crisis, but we can't just stay together. Mm -hmm. We need to be able to walk together, talk together, pray together, laugh together, play together, all of those things, and just do it spontaneously uh, without any hesitation or reservation. I don't have to be uh, uh, Jekyll one moment and hide the next. I don't, I don't need to be uh, something in one neighborhood or with one audience and be something different. Uh, uh, in other words, with the lights on, lights off, curtain open, curtain closed, uh, uh, regardless of the surroundings, it doesn't matter. Have you, uh, do you recall some instances where there was an open mic and the person didn't know that they were actually mm -hmm. being recorded? If you're saying the right thing, if you're doing the right thing, if you have the right purpose, uh, it doesn't matter whether the mic is hot or not, you know, because it's going to show your authentic self is going to reveal again that you have a heart that's filled with love for all we have to invest in our students the best years of my life were the elementary school uh, days because that formed the foundation that formed the foundation no one can take that from me i stood up in an interview and uh and and was asked uh, a few questions about your background and this, that, and the other. And I said, well, let me just share this with you. My student number in the Putnam County School District was 5401616630032. They said, well, why would you remember that? And my first response is, I don't know. But what I do want to tell you is that that number, when I'm trying to get a job, when I'm trying to get uh, 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 my resume submitted and things of nature, and they reach back to the school district, what I did in school follows me. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important for our students, your conduct, your grades, your focus, your faith, your confidence uh, in uh, winning. You've got to know it starts in school. It starts in the classroom. And I often say that life itself is a big classroom. Mm 
Mm -hmm. The day we stop learning is the day we start dying. And so we've got to be able to endure. We've got to persevere. We've got to continue uh, maintaining our faith and our focus. You know what? If we maintain our faith and focus, and that goes for from the babies in the cradle all the way up to the most senior adult, if we maintain our faith and focus, the favor will come. And we can do that. I want to see our community united across the board. Some folks think that's a long shot. I think if we have the right set of leaders that promote unity in the community, all of those things, it's not a pipe dream. It's a reality. There are communities right now that are going through some things that we didn't have to go through because we had the right leaders. Mm -hmm. And if we would do that, and it doesn't matter, sometimes again, it's political polarization, racial polarization, all of those various things. But when it's all said and done, here's what I, here's, here's my analogy. If you're out in the river or in the ocean, a body of water, and you are, you've fallen out of the boat for whatever reason, and you're about to drown, do you care whether that person is white, black, Democrat, Republican, independent, male, female, educated, uneducated, literate, illiterate? Do you care if that person has the life raft and they have the ability to save your life? We got to see each person as a lifesaver. If we respect people for who they are mm -hmm. and what they do to contribute, wow, what better and what stronger, more resilient community would we have? That's a wonderful analogy. And I think if I fell out of the boat, I would, uh, everybody would be my friend, right? <laughs> that part, that part. Yes, indeed. So what do you see, um, you know, right now, you know, in the school district, we're, we're very excited about the possibility of building new schools. Yes. And, um, you know, the plan is to build, uh, nine new schools over the next 10 years. And, you know, our, our citizens were, gracious enough to approve a $300 million bond issue to build six new elementary schools. And we're actually um, in the process of building our first high school this summer as well, yeah. uh, receiving funding from the state. What does um, the building in new schools, uh, just tell me what that means to you and how, how do you think that will impact Putnam County as a whole? First of all, we have to understand the importance and the essentiality of environment, environment. Environments must be conducive to learning. And I say the external environment is the school itself. Mm -hmm. The internal environment are the teachers and the counselors and the administrative staff, the parents, the teachers, everyone that uh, would be drawn to that facility uh, for whatever the connection is. Uh, we have to balance them both. We've got to balance the, 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 the niceties, if I may, of, of, of what a new modern facility would be. I remember in elementary school when we had the old radiator type heaters uh, mm -hmm. there. Some of them would spring a leak and be sh and, and shooting hot water out uh, in the classroom. They had buckets out because you had issues uh, with, with roofing or you had plumbing issues and things of the nature because of the age of the mm -hmm. facility. Uh, there and 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 people wonder why is it important? Why is modernization important? The bottom line is this: we're not competing uh, with an adjacent county. We're in a global competition, mm -hmm. and quality and excellence are not negotiable. 
We've got to be tops. Uh, we've got to maintain, again, a standard of excellence. And excellence has to start within the heart of the individual. And, and so I'm excited about uh, the schools and, and it is my prayer that the oversight committee and everyone that's involved will, will really study uh, again uh, the, the, the concept, uh, all of the benefits that come. So it's not enthusiasm of just having a new school. I want us to have a new attitude. I want us to have a, a higher standard of excellence. And I want uh, our anticipation and our expectation all to be equal to a new facility. We have to, our minds have to be transformed. We have to be renewed uh, day in and day out. And so I, I, I think that uh, it's an excellent thing. Uh, we always have people who can't see and understand mm -hmm. uh, the issue that we have to deal with. I'll say in, in public office is transparency. Uh, there and also educating our public. And I think that the campaign to get us uh, uh, to this point was excellent, but we got to keep the heat turned on and up so that people are constantly in the loop. Now, in every community, uh, there are naysayers. In, in every community, there are people who uh, don't know what they want, but they don't want anything. Now, that, again, that, that, that sounds a little strange, but, but you're running into those. My thing is this, uh, you don't have to look like what you've been through uh, and you can persevere, have to be patient with people uh, who really want to know and want to understand. There are three groups of people that I've discovered. There's a group of people who are compliant. There's another group of people who are non-compliant and you can, you can get them converted, you know, from non-compliant to compliant. That third group of people, they are defiant. All you have to do is put up with them, pray for them, and keep it moving in the right direction because there's nothing that you're going to do to appease or to please them. You right. just got to keep the ball moving toward the goal line. It's like, again, there are major projects that happen in communities all over America and folk fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it. We don't want it. We don't need it. And the moment the ribbon has been cut, they're the first one in line, uh, you know, to go in and take advantage of the services. I never considered Palatka Putnam County as substandard or inferior. Uh, uh, I, I believe that we are a diamond. I believe that we are a jewel. I believe we are a treasure. But sometimes we have to remind the person in the mirror of who we really are. And, you know, a lot of what you talk about, I, I keep thinking of that word trust. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that the voters have entrusted us as a school district to, um, you know, spend the money wisely. Mm -hmm to do what's going to benefit our county. And, um, you know, so many of the things you talked about ha ha really deals with trust and making sure that that transparency is in place. And tell me what the word trust means to you as far as being a public servant and how we can continue to maintain that level of trust with the, the people whom we serve. Trust must be earned and learned. Trust must be built. Uh, and it's a constant process uh, there. Uh, people distrust institutions because they don't see uh, a face that they can recognize, that they can hold accountable. But when there are relationships that are built in every uh, socioeconomic class within our community, and there are people who you have demonstrated, not you performed or you've been on exhibition, but they see 
that you're genuine, that you're authentic, that you're real, you're caring, you're compassionate, you're concerned uh, there. You're not waiting until a crisis come uh, to, to address them. Uh, great leaders listen, learn, and live and liberate and respect even the opinion of a person that you don't agree with. Well said. And when you can appreciate a person for speaking up, because if we uh, suppress them, if we oppress them, if we depress them, at some point in time, they won't trust us. And that person might be the one who know that the bridge has been washed out further down the road. And we need to be able to hear from all of them. You know, I've heard you say, especially in, um, you know, in public meetings, the importance of being civil. You know, civil discourse is so mm -hmm. important. Yes. We may not agree with what somebody says, mm -hmm. but the ability to allow ourselves to listen and value people's opinion is so important. And, and again, I think it goes back to trust. We may not, may not like them, may not like what they have to say, but we're a richer county, a richer community when we let people weigh in and, and uh, share what their concerns are because somewhere in the middle is where we're going to find that solution. I have had to thank people for publicly reprimanding me. Uh, when I was chairman of the county commission, when I served as mayor, I had to thank them for coming, had to thank them for telling me off, uh, all of those things. And at the end of the day, uh, I don't have an issue because I don't take it home with me. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and my resiliency, my abilities to adapt and uh, be versatile uh, and be honest. Here's the three principles that I operate by. And it's called the HIS principle, H-I-S. Mm -hmm. Humility, mm -hmm. integrity, and simplicity. It's that really, it's that simple. It's mm -hmm. that easy. Uh, the bottom line is I don't have to say one thing behind closed doors and then say something else when, you know, we're out, out in the open. And so I just believe that if we uh, master those simple principles that we can get it done. Um, right now, there are people who will say things and do things just to get a rising. That's what the old folks used to say, just to get a, uh, get a rising. And I just believe that if we take it, um, and, and this is what mother them taught us, consider the source, uh, always consider the source. Uh, when a person is speaking, consider the source. And when we have earned each other's respect, your word carry more weight, you know, and uh, in today's time with all of the technology and technological advances, et cetera, word can get in places much quicker than we can ever even imagine. Amen. So at the end of the day, uh, we even have a truth meter now. You know, you got to value whether it's true, whether it's false, whether it's partially true. We didn't have all of that back then. Fact check. The bottom, right? Yeah, fact check, <laughs> all of those kind of things. And the bottom line is this. If the leader had earned the respect of their respective community, mm -hmm. all they had to do was say it and say it once. And it was a done deal. It was never second guessed. And the same thing again within the family. When you say something, your word is your bond. Older gentleman told me, gave me a word of wisdom, and he simply said, go where your word is. Be in that place. If you put it out there, go there. Protect 
your name and your words. Wow. And that's, it's, that's it's, good it's, advice. It's been good for me. So, you know, and, and as we kind of wrap up, um, and really our, our products at Putnam really are, as far as I'm concerned, mentors and will continue to be mentors because uh, we're, we're basically, especially, especially at, your, at the high school graduation, we're introducing you as somebody who has um, been a model for our community, a model of someone who has graduated from our local schools and, and really someone that children or graduates can come and seek advice from if necessary. So um, what is your message? And we might have touched on this some, but for a graduate of our Putnam County Schools, class of 2023, what is your message to them as they go out into the world, this very unpredictable, challenging world that we live in? What is your number one message to all those graduates? Believe in God. Believe in your family. Believe in yourself. Run the race. Don't look back. Lay aside every weight that would hinder you, hamper you in any way, shape, form, or fashion. The race is not given to the swift, neither the battle to the strong. Hold out, hold on, endure, and encourage the one you see in the mirror every day. And make it up in your mind when you talk to yourself, if anybody make it, surely I will. Wow. I'm glad I'm glad this is recorded because I sure would like to write that down one day. <laughs> Bless you, sir. Let me let me finish with the final question. And, you know, you and I are kind of on the, uh, maybe, I don't want to say downhill, but we're kind of getting close to the other end of life, if life here on earth. Yes, sir. And I'm always thinking about our legacy and think about what we leave behind, our families, our community. What do you want everyone to remember about Carl Flagg when you go to, when you go to seek your heavenly reward? What do you want people to remember about Carl Flagg? I want people to remember that Carl Flagg motto and creed was if I can help somebody as I travel along the way, my living has not been in vain. Well said. Wow. You can't say it any more clear than that. So Carl, I just want to thank you personally and professionally. Um, you, you truly are one of my role models and, um, our community is much richer, much better because of you and what you've done and what you'll continue to do and all the people that you touch in our community. So I really look forward to uh, celebrating your life, celebrating your contributions as part of our product to Putnam. So. Well, I'm thankful to have been uh, invited. I don't know the process, but uh, all I can tell you is that I was totally shocked uh, when I received a call uh, about uh, a recognition. I've never taking the time to try to figure out what I needed to do uh, uh, to, to, to get anyone's attention. Uh, people say, I don't know how you do the things you do. I say, well, first of all, you have to be inspired. Mm -hmm. See, it's a lot of folk, they have perspiration rather than inspiration. Mm -hmm. And it's more to it than just doing something, getting the job, I just, if I can just get this done, uh, slow your roll, take a day at a time, exhale, do maintain your priorities. My final comment, everything 
is important. A few less things are urgent and a few less things are an emergency. Know the difference, get your priorities straight, and you can make it. Words, words well said. Thank you so much. Carl, thank you so much. You're a good friend. Thank you. Appreciate you taking time to be here. Appreciate being a product of Putnam. Yes, sir. Thank you.